Welcome back to the Heads in the Game podcast. I'm Charles Horn, joined by Turner Thompson. We've got, you know, a great episode for you today, you know, as the season has t- kicked into full gear. Um, you know, weird to be saying that in the later end of September with a transfer window that's still open, but getting used to coronavirus times, as always. Um, the first things first, we just finished a, a fairly interesting weekend of games. There's some standout results in there. Um, yep. You know, first two out the gate, you know, Everton, West Brom, you know, Everton looked pretty good, but, you know, that's something where we can delve in deeper later. Some craziness leads Fulham, but I, I really want to start off with United taking on Crystal Palace. First time United have played this year, you know, uh, after what happened at the end of last season, a lot of people hyping it up. United is back, always at the wheel. Uh, and they got spanked by Crystal Palace. So, like, you know, what are you making of Manchester United start to the season? Uh, and, I mean, the big question, the elephant in the room, Jaden Sancho is not wearing a red shirt at the start of the yeah. season, and it doesn't look like he will. So, yeah. I mean, give me your takes on that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think we, uh, in terms of predictions for the, for the season, um, both our predictions and most people's predictions had Man U in top four uh, based off of, I'd say, purely restart form, right? Mm-hmm. How, how how well they played, especially, I mean, after the acquisition of Bruno, but also just um, post-restart with uh, Greenwood. And, and, and they're, uh, I think we can finally say I think their attack – cover or like like made them look a lot better than they were in that um they were just so offensively dangerous that um Lin, uh you know Lindelof and Shaw mainly I'd also argue Maguire at times didn't need to really do too much slash weren't the focus of attention because the ball was just always in the offensive side uh so I, I, I had a lot of questions about Man U. I didn't know how they're gonna play if if they were as dominant as they were last season um I was I was pretty nervous. I, I uh, and and especially with uh, how they spend money, I was ex- I think I was expecting Sancho to be with them this summer, but I think like my criticisms of or well, I mean, I think it's it's much more towards of Man U, but um, like my criticism of Chelsea spending, it just felt like Lindelof doesn't seem to be the answer. Shaw definitely doesn't seem to be the answer. Um, if you were even thinking about dropping. 120 million on uh, Sancho. I feel like Regulon and and Koulibaly would have helped them ten times more, especially with Greenwood on the bench playing right wing. I don't even think they needed Sancho. Sancho felt like like just to make that attack even more elite. But I didn't I didn't see him as the missing piece. Um, so now that they're now that they're I mean honestly I I, I think it's I find them more dangerous in that they haven't spent that money for. Uh, and Sancho, and especially now that their fan base is clearly getting on them, I'm I'm interested to see what they do. Um, I'm interested to see what where they invest. They invested in uh, Van de Beek, which I also think is just an area where they don't necessarily need him. Uh, I think they need another CDM. I don't. I I I, I, I used to rate McTominay, but he's not the answer, and I don't like Matic. So whoever sits along Pogba is also a big question. Anyway, point is, uh, they looked awful. They did not look good. They're Attack was nowhere near uh, the fluid football, and uh, Zaha, Ayu, and Towson looked 
incredibly dangerous on the counterattack and looked like Hodgson, uh, or Hodgson, Roy Hodgson, how do you pronounce it? Yeah, Roy Hodgson, Roy Hodgson. Yeah, it's just it's Hodgson. Hodgson. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Hodgson, like uh, Jack Hodgins. <laughs> uh, shout out. Uh, shout but, out. Uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah. I, he, he, they, the pals look good. Pals look good, especially, um, and, and, and two for two, right? Two wins out of two. So, you know. Who knows if that team will be dangerous. But Zaha looked like the, the player that we were so excited about. And last season, he played pretty poorly, I got a bit, uh, yeah. to, for standards. So what do you think, Chaz? What do you, what do you think about this yeah, game? Yeah, I mean, what do you think about their team? I think there's a few stats that stand out for me. It's like, you know, looking at the game, United enjoy 76% of possession, uh, but have four shots on target. Crystal Palace, you know, 24% of possession, five shots on target. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know, completing three out of five there wasn't a glaring De Gea error in there it wasn't that wasn't what happened in this game but they were just creating better opportunities and I totally agree with you I mean Lindelof looks like bad he a you know hit the weight room son uh Zara bodied him on one of those but at the same time it's like I mean I totally agree with you I I think the the discourse changes if they can get Telus across the line you know Maybe they're looking at center back, but, you know, all we're hearing is City, you know, bidding 80 mil for Kunde. you know, they wanted to get Koulibaly, and they've yeah. already signed Nathan Ake, who is, yeah. you know, regardless of how you rate him, a definite upgrade in this United team, I would say. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, the Sancho deal, I, I mean, I think you got to pull the trigger if you're going to, if you have the opportunity to, if you're like going to spend the money, just what an insane player. But the deal that I still am very confused about is the Donny Van de Beek deal. Because the argument that United fans are making is that, like, for a squad player, you're dropping 40 mil for a squad player when you've got Lindelof and Scott McTominay playing. And there's no way you can run a team that has Pogba and Van de Beek sitting deep behind Fernandez or some variation of that. That's just asking for more of the same in this game. So... I mean, yeah. there's like players that are quality squad players. There's players that are quality starters. You know, I think Dan James is a good example of a quality squad player. If like, yeah, I think he'd be yeah. a starter on. It's Sam McTominay. I think exactly. is a good squad player. But yeah, but, yeah. But if I you mean, go to the bench, geez. if you go to the bench of this of United for that game, Bayi has never like <laughs> injury prone, which you know. Is no fault of his own, but is a it is minus on the player. Greenwood yeah. obviously starts on the bench, but like replace him with Dan James in this. Fred looked moderately impressive at points last season, but is obviously not a long term answer. They still got Igalo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no comment. Dean Henderson, like that one little, little sticks out. Juan Basaka, I don't know what the deal is with him. Yeah, why didn't he start? I was going to say that. Fosumenso started. Yeah, that's, that, that one's weird. Fosumenso's weird. played like four times in the past like decade yeah like, yeah yeah but, but yeah this 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 man you team is super confusing and and the other the, like two points two other points like i agree with yeah the the van der beek argument's confusing he looked good to be fair to him he looked like like when he came on he was he was making good runs and of course he scored not really a great goal it was just like a deflection that fell for him but he took it and so 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 it's not that I don't rate Van de Beek, but it's just not what they need. Um, and, and the Sancho thing I, I was frustrated by because there's this idea that 
like you know like uh, and that was i was also frustrated with it was similar to harvard for you guys like i didn't understand why these top players especially these young top players should be going for less i don't understand why Bayern should be or dortmund should be asking less than 120 they can't he's he's the top he, oh, he's 17 he's one of the like most promising players arguably in the world if you look at like ballon d'or uh, hopes after Ronaldo, I, I'd put Sancho, Havertz, Mbappe. Th- those are the those are the guys we're looking towards. But so the point is, it just frustrated frustrated me that like there was this idea that I mean I, again I, I think only because of coronavirus and and how its effect on the market that makes sense. But I, I don't I I st- I still agree with Dortmund. Just be hard on that on that value because it's also Dortmund's like. A big fucking club. They're one of the best teams in really Europe. Team. They are, exactly. you know, yeah. they they might be in Bayern shadow in Germany, but you know they've been in a Champions League final in the last decade. They've you know constantly challenged teams. They have insane results. They're you know Klopp's team with Lewandowski, Kagawa, you know Goetze, all of them was and Royce, Royce. was absolutely incredible. So it's not like these guys are like some. About me, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Some you know lower tier team trying yeah. to farm, and neither is Leverkusen, but and they got good players. That's yeah, like Dortmund. But, yeah, the arrogance, the arrogance. Players. Yeah. So, but for me, I actually there's a second United result, which is their League Cup game against Luton Town, which the criticism of Ole, I think, is a very fair one. Is that with good players he can like do stuff? I watched half of this game. It was like mind-numbingly bad football you know in the 88th minute it was 1-0 united against luton town who you know like no disrespect to lower tier english football um but luton town are a championship team that should have no business challenging manchester united and it was 1-0 based on a penalty until two late goals because luton was pressing so i think you know i think united are shaky their defense is obviously very suspect but it's also like the lack of attacking creativity against the teams that will now sit deep against them knowing that they have this offensive firepower uh i mean i i think it's really dangerous for them and i think we could see them underperforming what we all predicted them to be especially because look mason greenwood was insane last year statistically that dude overperformed by a pretty remarkable moment Yeah, yeah. just like the law of averages is that the man should regress to a more normal mean. And that tiny bit of regression takes out a significant amount of United's goal progression. But, you know, we we can move on from United. Guys, I think we're going to be talking about them a lot this year. Yeah, I could we could do an episode on them. But next game uh, was your boys. Arsenal, West Ham, (laughs) taking on a... Yeah, that that time for a game, the three p, the latest game on Saturdays is the worst because you see how everyone else does. Uh, <laughs> I honestly like the earliest game because I mean, I mean, again, if you lose, it's not great, but um, if you win in an early game, then you can just relax, watch the rest of the game. It doesn't matter. But having the late game, especially after seeing United drop points, especially uh, fucking West Ham, man, They're yeah, like so well, well, annoying. West Ham were awful, but or, well perceivably awful but they played really well we did not deserve i we definitely deserved i think we deserved a tie in this game um and honestly i don't really want to talk join my club all it did all it did uh yeah uh all it all it did was highlight um that that you know uh 
Arteta, specifically through his FA Cup games, has uh, found a great way to a great way to play against better offensive teams than us, sitting back and attacking. But it, like you just said, it's very clear that we don't have the creativity or the creative the uh, enough creativity in the midfield to when team when we play, especially at home against a team that is like statistically worse than us. We don't have the creativity to open teams up, and West Ham did exactly that. They put a Antonio up top, and, and Antonio versus Holding was a nightmare. Um, so, I don't know. I, 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 it was a scary game to watch. We, we pulled it through, and, and that's what we're going to have to do because I think an, an Emery team against this West Ham team, or, or if Emery was in charge, I think we would have lost that game. So, I don't even really want to talk about it more. I think the, the big game that was up next was uh, – Spurs Southampton was surprising, Chad. Yeah, especially after, this. I mean, after the first, what do you think of it? This was sort of like peak awesome Mourinho, and what I mean by that is the team enjoy forty-seven percent possession and win five-two. Uh, you know, obviously we got to talk about Son, four goals. Uh, Harry Kane, one goal and four assists. That's a pretty incredible yeah. stat line. Good for the yeah. FPL owners. But, you know, Son, I mean, he's on, like, the best form of probably his life uh, right now. He's playing absolutely insane. You know, he's playing well in the Europa qualifiers. He's playing really well in the Premier League, looking like a f- phenomenal, dangerous player. But at the same time, Southampton look so weird and I don't really understand what's like this happened last season too like they start off the season slow obviously the 9-0 against Leicester and everyone's like ah Southampton going down and then before you know it Southampton are like chilling in like the they're winning all their games they end up finishing 11th with just two point four points behind Arsenal last year and you know, I thought who's in Hoddle, he got it figured out, but yeah. apparently not because they look yeah. uninspired and they also look just defeated in the second half. Like, yeah. look, obviously, Sun's really good, but you're no one should be scoring those kind of goals. Against. Yeah, I mean, especially the goals. Looking at the highlights, were very much yeah, just, just man, like over the, it was just like over the top through balls. Yeah, and like one on ones. Like it wasn't simple even football. That. So like, you know, and, and again, we uh, credit to, to Spurs, especially after the amount of hate they got. Um, you know, Spurs definitely seem like they're doing the business, uh, which we'll get to a little bit later. But, um, yeah, it's, it definitely seems like this is going to be a crazy season. I see a lot of teams that, you know, will have a shocking performance one week and then come out the gates running next week. I think West Ham was a good example of that. Uh, you know, lost to Newcastle at home and then uh, really looked dangerous against us. And then, you know, Brighton, I believe, lost uh, – yeah, they lost to Chelsea, to you guys, yep. the first game, um, and then come out of nowhere and beat Newcastle, who beat West Ham. You know, it just, like – it just seems like teams are just showing up week to week, um, and especially with no fans, it's super interesting. You know, the away home dilemma is – I don't, that's not a thing. I just think yeah. it's just week to week. Um, it's also – I think it's but, testament to, like – you know, for all of the talk about how the top part of the Premier League is so dominant over the rest – the parity between the rest of the league is pretty incredible. I think it's like almost at its best point, like I, that yeah. my time of watching it. Because yeah. obviously, you know, you've got Leeds coming in and just playing like, you know, cocaine football. Um, yeah. Just every game's an adrenaline rush. But at the same time, you know, Fulham can put together performance. Brighton can put together performances. Newcastle, 
you know, not as good as it have looked if they were bought by an oil state, but, you know, still putting together some yeah. decent results. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it makes watching the random game very fun. Uh, True. But, but let's, game, get to the big, let's yeah. get to the big talking point. What did uh, Liverpool-Chelsea, the game of the weekend, uh, not as you would want it to have gone, but but I don't know. I, I thought it let it, what do you think? What do you think? So, first of all, you know, the lineup. I, I, I got to start there. So, Chelsea, you know, playing this lineup. Jorginho, Conte, Kovacic in the midfield. Kovacic back from suspension. Reese, Christensen, Zuma, Alonso. Up top, it was a little weird. Havertz is playing down the middle. Warner off the left. Mason Mount on the wing, who I do not think should play on the wing ever, especially against good teams. But the first half, you know, slowly, you know, obviously you're on the back foot. Liverpool are really good. Um, They're dominating possession. And then the game changes because in – you know, right before halftime, over the top ball, Christensen versus Mane in a sprint, Kepa charging out. And look, I, I don't know if Kepa would have gotten there first, but a very clear red card by Christensen. Like, I no debate. Like, even among Chelsea fans are like, it was yeah. more of a like, fuck, what was that? Rather than like, a, what are you doing, ref? And... I mean, at that point, it was pretty clear how the second half was going to go. And especially once, you know, you have the luxury of Liverpool bringing Thiago off the bench, who I do not think, I cannot think of a better player for a second half up, to, up a guy with the front three that Liverpool have than Thiago. And, you know, he gives away a penalty. Jorginho misses first. Like, whatever aside. The man put together more passes in the second half than any Chelsea player did in the entire game. And Liverpool played the good football for Mane's first. Mane's first. And then, oh, ooh, the second goal. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, just before we get to that, I, I do think I do think you guys played – like, especially, you know, with, and again, we'll briefly get into well, – we play them on Monday, but – you guys, they looked open. They just look open, especially yeah. with your guys' attack and how much, uh, you know, pace and and skill you have up an attack. Warner looked so dangerous on the left. And there were time, there were multiple times where it was like, you know, it was like three on three. It was just like three on three. And, and again, it's still a three defensive players who were like, what, uh, was it Gomez playing? Other center back was Fabinho, wasn't it? It's Fabinho, yeah. Yeah, Fabinho. You know, it's like Fabinho, Van Dyke, and Robertson. So it's not, not easy. But, uh, you know, it would be like, it'd be like Havertz, Werner, or like Werner with the ball on the left, and then uh, Havertz, and then like Conte. And the ball would just end up with Conte. And it was like, ah, no. No, there are so many of these moments. But, exactly. But it, but it was just, but it, but it, it, it Liverpool looked like, like they could definitely get got at, especially the the moments where you guys um, broke the press, um, which is hard. You know, like that that doesn't happen all the time. But when you do, you can you can start. You know, it, it takes one mistake or one ball or moment of brilliance, and Liverpool, and and that's what high press is is is, you know, you, you you're just counting on those mistakes and counting on the high press. But um, you guys look dangerous. I didn't think. I think yeah, the red card was just such a heartbreak, um, especially just. 
like how stupid the red card really was. Stupid. Just in that, like, really dumb. I, I think Monty would have gotten a foot to it. I just don't think it would have been a goal. Like I just think if Christensen had let him go, I, I, I don't know. Monty's dangerous, but but yeah, it was like the Louise challenge when we played. It's also guys. just like I, I know I'm not yeah, like that. a pro center. Like I'm not a center back in the Premier League. Like I think there's a a little bit of you let him run and you do what you did. That, that that what Christensen did that you can get away with like or yeah. get a yellow for but the, like wrapping both arms around him it was a tackle like, you know you're a safety in the Super Bowl like what are you doing but I mean I gotta agree with you Liverpool defensively look more frail than I've seen them in the last two years obviously yeah. they gave up three to Leeds the previous week but um you know if we were watching uh, a confident Havertz um and you know honestly after watching you know i'm not going to get too into league cup games but after watching them dismantle barnsley um the tammy's potential like one thing he is very clear he has worked on is his link up play and his yeah. hold up play so it's like if you can play a system that has havert sitting behind tammy with warner running off the left ziek or pulisic running off the right which i mean i know people are gonna get left out I'm worried about it too, but I think in this game, especially that would have been super interesting to watch because I agree with you once like Kovacic would break the press and turn, like do a dribble and turn the pitch was so open and multiple moments where Warner should have gotten a shot off, you know, or Mount should have gotten a shot off on the right and it would get cycled back to Conte and we'd go back to Kepa. But yeah, you know, yeah. Last note on that one, though. You know, I, I do think Kep has played his last game in Chelsea shirt. Uh, I mean, at least for the foreseeable future. Obviously, Caballero played pretty well in the League Cup game, but with the Mendy deal over the line. Yeah. Um, unless, like, obviously, unless Mendy is catastrophically terrible. But, you know, where he goes yeah. is a yeah. tough one. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that was that was bad. And you just kind of knew something was going to happen in the game too. Like you just you just had you didn't even uh, like. I mean, banter aside, just like that. Kepa just looks like a, a crying kid in a playground. Like just, uh, yeah, just, honestly, just, honestly, it's reached a point that it's like I feel bad. Pretty for tough for a while. It's like, pretty like, tough like, to watch. Like, it's really you tough. Can't to get a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, not that he deserves it, you know, like not that he deserves it, but it just—I felt bad for him. But no, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a tough game. And then City Wolves was the last big one. A lot of big yeah. games. Pretty games. like you know, the City Wolves like not a great game. Not a great game. First I half, agree. Wolves first half, was exciting. First half specifically. Wolves first half dominant. they looked bad, and yeah. City were dominating the press. Second half, Wolves got way back in the game, and there was a ten-minute period. I think is. The six, like the sixties, where Wolves had three or four clear yeah. cut opportunities. Pedence had a couple. Yeah, I gotta get Pedence on my fantasy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if, if he can finish. Um, yeah, true fact. But, but yeah. they look, but they look dangerous. Know. And then once they miss those, it was like. But there's the moment of hope, moment of hope, um, when Jimenez scored, and then of course City just you know. Not park park the bus, but they're sitting pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. gets the you know goal in yeah. the ninety fifth minute to make the score line a little better. But yeah, I have yeah. to see more of City to be able to talk about because you know obviously first game for Torres didn't really play much. Yeah. Game looked and just okay. like a, a bad penalty, really almost like a bad penalty 
and the bat the last goal was also kind of BS. So like really, like in terms of like the the challenge and the penalty was just like something I don't think any other quality defender would make. I don't rate Sice at all. He's awful. Uh, but uh, dumb dumb play. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, I mean, look, they like Wolves did the double on them, so they'll take it. <laughs> they'll totally take it. And I think DeBerta said that in the post-match interview. But uh, yeah, City, City, City will be interesting this year. I don't know. Everyone had him as a lot of people had him as winning it. So um, I had him as winning it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I did too. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. And then what do we got? What do we got for this upcoming week? I, yeah. I, All right. I'm, so I'm we'll talk about. I mean. There's not this. I think the standout game is uh, Sunday. We got Man City Leicester, which is yeah, that would be good. Which is a good game. Uh, you know, Brandon Rogers is the most continental of all of the. Um, I was about to say British, but that's not the right of like the United Kingdom's managers coming from Northern yep. Ireland. Uh, but um, I mean, I'm not really sure what to expect there. Leicester are one of those teams that like. Could either like I can't put them into words. Like Ndidi's got a muscle strain, which is a little unfortunate. I mean, it is unfortunate, and they've still yeah. got like weird injury issues at random points in the pitch. They haven't replaced they looked, Joel. They looked awful against us. Uh, I mean, the league cup. That was game. a B team. That was a B. Yeah, yeah but, that was a bad but, game. You know, same, that was a bad two, game. Two two B teams uh, mostly. Um, other than Louise, what was us, the keeper? But... What was the keeper doing on the Enkedia goal? The like, oh, that was, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I mean, both goals. I mean, look, well, it wasn't great, uh, but but we, I mean, I don't know, you, yeah, we went from in front of you, um, yeah, but yeah, the Leicester game will be interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that one, but, but then of course, Liverpool, <laughs> Arsenal. Uh, we, you know, we've got some experience watching these games. I remember going out to the pub in Hollywood and uh, watching uh, a pretty terrible result for Arsenal back in the Arsene Wenger days, um, which the British gentleman sitting behind us had some choice words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> after I think his fourth Guinness by eight thirty yeah. in the morning. Um, but yeah, what are you what are you expecting to see in this one? Yeah, I think it'll be an interesting game. I think uh, I don't, I don't know, dude. I honestly don't know. Uh, I, I it'll be interesting. I, I, I thought we played really well last year at the at Anfield. Remember, it was like the first game that Pepe burst onto the scene, and mm-hmm. yeah, he like destroyed Van Dyke, destroyed Robertson. He should have scored. He really should have scored. That was such a bad shot. Um, so. But that 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 game was so great because Emery played two up top. He played Alba and, and Pepe as two strikers. Pepe on the right, Alba on the left, and he, and of course Arteta won't do that. He'll, he'll, he'll but but I I do want to see Pepe play. It's already pretty concerning that. I mean, again, I don't think he deserves to be starting over William, but I mean, it just I don't know. Of course, William look if he can succeed. Look, but, I've never been a William disrespecter. Uh, I was like, table. I we both obviously had concerns about his contract, his transfer, and I mean those concerns were mostly about year three, or year two. Yeah, I've got to say right now the dude a looks he fits the system pretty well. You know, obviously yeah. the occasional misplaced pass is annoying and takes it away, but I got to say 
that's like a piece of business that one can't be regretting. Well, you know, we knew he was just going to come, you know, he's experienced. We knew there wasn't going to be any adjustment period. There's never yeah. going to be, which, so he was just going to come right in and do what he was doing at Chelsea, whether he he's also at Chelsea or not, you know, that's, that's, that's for you to say, but uh, yeah, I, 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 so William will definitely start. It'll, I, I can tell you the, the, the lineup right now. Um, I think Lacazette will play, which will be interesting. Um, and I, it'll be interesting whether Louise plays. That'll be the big question. It's just our defense, uh, and if Tierney's fit, um, which I, rumor is he might be, but uh, and that and that's a big loss if he isn't, because Kolasinac is nowhere near up to speed. And I, I don't know, Louise uh, holding and Gabrielle might be the other issue. He actually plays three center backs, so we'll see. Uh, I mean, we we played pretty well against him in the in the in the Community Shield. Again, essentially a friendly, but um, that was, you know, full-strength lineup against a pretty full-strength lineup. So, I, I'm, like, I want to be confident, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have any reason not to be. We've, we've won all of our games. We didn't play well against West Ham, and if we play like that, we'll get destroyed. But um, I don't know. I, I, think, I think we could tie this game. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Um, and and uh, that would be a big – big deal uh i think yeah all all i don't want to see is is a classic enfield performance where it's like five one it's always like five four one five one um so i i don't want that but liverpool are good i think they can be get at and if bombing's on the shit then i don't see why we can't score at least especially with those over the top through balls because um you know he just will have the confidence that Havertz didn't, I guess, or I don't know. Like, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Right. So, yeah, I'm nervous. I mean, you know, it's always ner- – no, no one likes going to Anfield. And, and, no, and just it's... real quick, just my last point. If you if, – I don't know if you, you have your computer open, but if, if you check out our run of games in the next few weeks, it's actually insane. Like, how brutal. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. I, I, we play Liverpool Monday. Ooh, our next this is game rough. is Sheffield. Yeah, you're, you're right. This is then pretty Man rough. Then City. Then Leicester. <laughs> oh. Then Man U, Villa and Leeds are a nice break. Then Wolves. I don't know about Leeds being a break, man. They look pretty tasty. Okay, uh, I'm just saying, yes. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you, Chaz. Even Villa. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, that is insane. Wolves, like, are, and then Wolves, ball, Tottenham. Like, to, to, to be fair, Fulham and West Ham, right, were, like, two of the worst teams to, like, in the, or arguably, like, all everyone predicted them to be pretty bad this season. So, we, we had a nice run there. But – uh, and we play Liverpool again. We play Liverpool in two weeks because we play Liverpool in the Carabao Cup next round. We play Liverpool next week again. Hopefully, you're hoping for a repeat of uh, another five-four with penalties. Yeah, yeah, that shit's exactly pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, it's gonna be tough, dude. I, 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 this is crazy. I've never seen a run of games like this consistent. I mean, Sheffield has looked really bad so far, so maybe like that won't be tough but last year you would have looked at that and been like holy shit skis anyway yeah. um, all right but uh um, yeah I, I don't know I, a tie would be great <laughs> what do you think what do you i mean you I, I, I think liverpool are gonna win but yeah uh I mean, it just depends you know uh depends on what but like one, one thing i've been pretty impressed i, I mean i think if tiago is definitely gonna start i would be very surprised if he doesn't uh, like I'm so excited to see that dude in the Premier League. Like I've always rated him. Always yeah. had so much fun watching him for Bayern. But uh, like with that front three, uh, or I mean, honestly, with that front two, like Firmino, like it's front two. Don't like, don't yeah, talk about Firmino. No, I know. We don't I know. need to talk about. 
But Mane and Salah running on Thiago long balls, ooh, that's pretty tasty. Yeah. And also his ability to break any press. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But It'll be I mean, a tough game for Gabriel. That'll be a real that'll Gabriel. Be really tough that will that will that will sell you either sell him. Not not that he's gonna like we're gonna not rate him after this, largely. Yeah. But that'll be the real test. That'll be like is this dude proven? And, and he, I think he's played well. He's our man of the match against West Ham. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, okay, but, but you, let's talk yeah, about some ahead. more transfers. I mean, Thiago. Yeah, I think we should just go into transfers. I don't know. Yeah. Like, the rest of the games are pretty – Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Well, who are Chelsea playing? Brighton? Who are Chelsea West playing? West Brom. West Brom. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, if we, if we, we lose that, that, that's bad. That's, that's bad. <laughs> uh, all right. So, transfers. I mean, yeah. just in London, shit got pretty crazy out of nowhere. Um, Tottenham, uh, infamously miserly, uh, bringing in the two in a day, uh, Reggion, who is linked to Chelsea and Man U, uh, but, you know, obviously a great signing, but man, Gareth Bale, ho, ho, look, I know this is not the Gareth Bale that left the Premier League in, you know, 2013, was it? Yeah, but like, man, he's still Gareth Bale. Uh, it's yeah, he's so much fun to watch on his day. He, you know, w- with such an incredible foot. But it's also, you know, I got a hand at Spurs. Like, what a move to, yeah. Because you know, if you're a Spurs fan, there's no way you look at that and be like, oh, like he's past his prime because it's like the prodigal son has returned. Uh, yeah. You know, it's on loan. It's a year, whatever it may be. Uh, Gareth Bale, man, what what a story! Yeah, I mean, pretty great. I like I I even felt for Spurs, or you know, like I was like, that's pretty. Yeah, great. I, I think like, we all wanted to see it. I yeah. wanted to see it like that, like especially how awful he was playing in Madrid. We all want to see the best players and and playing at least playing, right? Um, yeah, that that was crazy. Uh, Regulon, I think, is even the better signing. Honestly, I, I really rate that. Um, he looks so dangerous in the Europa League um, and for Sevilla. So, I, I I think Spurs did incredibly well there. Yeah. Um, also, and Danny to replace Danny Rose. Like, that or or Davies. Like, I know, like, but, who, like, but it was so funny watching the Spurs documentary and watching Danny Rose being like, "I'm gonna go talk to Levy," and then Mourinho just say like, "Okay." Reggion, get out of yeah. the squad. Like, I, what is yeah. Danny Rosieman doing now? Like, selling pottery? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that Tottenham, Tottenham look like they're doing the business, uh, especially if they get, get Scrinny R. Holy shit, skis. I don't know if you saw that rumor. But, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just definitely frustrating for me because we've been linked with the same two dudes for two months and, 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 and everyone's asking the same question. And, and, oh. and it's, it's frustrating because as if there's going to be the answer, like, I just don't understand, especially with all these cronky out pages and everyone being anti-cronky, which I, I'm full in support of. But it's these same cronky out uh, things that are like writing our and party or we riot. And it's just like, how deluded do you have to be? Slash how, how many times you have to get disappointed? Slash how many times you have to see us not spend the money to actually think that there was a chance of us getting one? I, I, I genuinely was like... The fact that we, we, we know the party situation this entire transfer season. He's got a 50 million euro release clause. You pay it or you don't. Like, that's what Atletico have literally said. We're not going to get a deal with Torreira. I think Atleti might just buy, you know, loan 
Dreira and we might hopefully use some of those finances, but it's just so frustrating because it's just like, I don't even know. If, I, I think both of them would add a lot to our team. I, I really would like to see one of them. Um, but, you know, this is a pretty awful transfer window for Arsenal if that's – if that is all we do. If what Gabriel about this Jorginho it, rumor? Well, okay. I mean, I know that, that literally made me want to kill myself. <laughs> but, 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 Chaz, you got to admit, Gabriel, oh, 30 or 27 – I think it was 27 million pounds or, or like probably 30 million euros. We got 20 million pounds for Emmy. So we've almost – we're on like 10 – like roughly 10 million like net net so i don't know i just think if this club can't shell out especially after selling emmy and maybe selling terrera if we can't shell out the funds the 30 million for for party at least because i think our will be expensive to be quite honest I, it's really it's really disappointing and it shows that there's no real ambition to actually secure not that it would secure top four but what you'd say if if there's no way party, uh, party or our wouldn't help our, that team out a lot. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's definitely sad. It's, it's definitely it's frustrating. Yeah. And, and uh, especially with Spurs spending money and whatever, but, uh, but I won't get into it. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely well, I mean, about that. Uh, yeah. There's a fair amount of business throughout the Prem, but I think the yeah. last team, I think we should highlight, uh, before we go, um, Wolves, uh, the Portuguese influx is hilarious. It is absolutely hysterical that Jorge Mendez now has basically an entire football club entirely composed of agents, of players working for, I mean, that he represents. And someone pointed out that's like even more hilarious. So it's like the Doherty example, right? <laughs> so Doherty wasn't originally a Just the Food client, but like a year and a oh. half ago signs for Jorge Mendez. So you sell Doherty, you get the percentage of the fee that the agent gets, and then Wolves are bringing in another one of your clients. So you get that fee too. So it's just like this endless cycle that he's, uh, you know, just <laughs> taken off the top. But at the same time, you know, Ollie isn't here to defend Wolves' honor, but I'm sure he would agree on this. If you're a Wolves fan... It's like, man, we're getting some Mado to come to Wolverhampton. Yeah. The like, you know, obviously he gets burned by Davies in the Champions League. You know, he's not that great going forward, but a very quality player. Um, yeah. And especially like, it what it really means is Adama no longer has to play right wing back. You know, Jota the money they got from him is now spent on this, which is an upgrade in a position that they need. Whereas for Jota, they've got Pedence, they've got Neto on the left. They've got Adama on the right. They've got you know, Silva, who's like this Portuguese kid none of us had ever heard of, um, which I mean speaks to a lot of their players. But man, that's a, that's a transfer window and a half for Wolves. Yeah. 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 Crazy. 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 We just got the Brazilian guy. Yeah. Uh, what, on? I forget what his name is. You yeah. probably remember. But, yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. I think the last one I'd like to just briefly mention is, um, wow, big summer for U.S. Uh, soccer players with Dest looking like he's going to go somewhere, whether it's Bayern or Barca. What a pick. And Weston then, McKinney. Uh, McKinney Juve, Juve. Yeah. I mean, geez, Chaz, this – I will say, like, you know, uh, well, I mean, look, it just makes 
last last World Cup even more embarrassing. You, of course, none of these kids were playing, but uh, yeah, I, I, it's looking looking promising. It's looking it's looking like yeah. we're actually we don't getting, make it, getting players in Europe, which is 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 really great. If I don't see the stars and stripes balling in the Qatari desert in 2022, oh, jeez, that would be geez. rough. But hey, automatic qualification 2026. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> is that true? Is it, wait, wait for the. Is it coming to the U.S.? Yeah, it's no. USA, Mexico, Canada. Oh, it, you mean twenty? Oh, is that be, it? Would be twenty twenty six. Jeez, yeah. I didn't. I forgot that. Damn, that'll be sweet. And LA Olympics. Wow, that's gonna be. I don't know. We're gonna be twenty. We're gonna be in our like late twenties. Twenty six. Spending, spending <laughs> all of our money. <laughs> yeah, work hard. Grad school can come after that. Yeah, man, but but it's you know it's exciting summer. Also, shout out Brandon Aronson from the Philadelphia Union heading out to Red Bull Salzburg. Um, Whoa, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, that's a good. Oh, he's so sick. He's like sick as fuck. Um, but yeah, I mean, great, great time for American soccer. I mean, this is, I think, easily the best generation they've ever had, especially Correct. players that you know. No offense to the Jurgen Klinsmann generation. These dudes actually grew up in the United States and like came a lot of them came through US academies. Like De La Fuente yeah. for Barca didn't. Um Des Deal is different, Polisic's different, but like Weston McKinney was an FC Dallas academy. Yeah. 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 I mean, really exciting times. Super uh, exciting. Mean, on that note, we'll end with the patriotic <laughs> ode. Uh great games coming up this weekend. Uh as always. Um follow us on Twitter. I'm at Chazhorn11. Turner is at Turkman Turner. He will be tagged in anything I do. Um, yeah, but until next time, thank you so much for listening. Turner, thanks so much for joining. Parting thought. Of course. Last word. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're on Apple Podcasts now. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, like and subscribe. Um, give us five stars. Uh, Spotify soon. If you're on SoundCloud, uh, yeah, that's pretty we drop cool. Our Venmos? I think we yeah, drop, our, you, yeah, <laughs> drop your Venmo. And DM us for Venmos if you want a tip. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, subscribe. Can't really comment. Okay. You can leave a review, only if it's positive, yeah. though. I, I think I would ran out of course for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, to all, have a good one. Thank you so much, Darren. Of course.